Good morning, Angela Yee. Hey, good morning, Envy. I tried to help you catch the beat. Oh, Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. Hey, I want to tell y'all something, man. What's that? Oh, go ahead. What you about to say? I was uh, I was gonna what say you? I was at Wakanda last night. I took the kids to see Wakanda last night. That's why I'm so late. And, oh, you um, took him to see Black Panther? Black Panther. And every time I see the movie, I'm like, damn, this movie is really, really good. It, it gets better every time I see it. How many times have you seen it so far? Three. I've seen it three, too. And I'm going to tell you who I saw last night. Who you see? Freaking Mbaka. Mbaka. Mbuka. Mbaka. Mbaka. <laughs> Mbuka, man. The head of the Jabari tribe. Or Jabari tribe. Really? Or whatever it's called. Yes. I saw his real name is Winston Duke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's really big. <laughs> he's he's really like six foot eight. He's a big dude. Like there's no exaggeration. Like in the movie, he's really big. When you seen him, what did you say? I I said you're really big. <laughs> That's exactly what I told him. You're a really big guy. I gave him a pound, and then we did the X. You know what I'm saying? The X, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the Wakanda yeah. handshake. Uh-huh. By the way, any black person that's seen Black Panther, Panther does far. If you're shaking hands and you're not giving me the exit to end, I don't trust you. But we did the handshake, and I was just like, yo, you really big in person. But I'm going to tell you something else, What's man. What's that? Two weird things happened yesterday. Uh-oh. Safari DM me, which <laughs> I didn't appreciate. Safari, he, he DM me, too. <laughs> I spoke to Safari yesterday also. Uh, I didn't appreciate that. I'm like, bro, don't be don't be DMing me while you're slid in your DMs and you were like, line. okay. Don't do that. No, don't do that. Don't do that. That's number one. And number two, I met Oprah Winfrey. Drop one of the clues bombs for me, damn it. Oh, did you get a picture though? It don't, it don't count unless you got a picture. I am a Pinkett Smith Winfrey Knowles Carter. Okay. Yes, you know I got Oh, yeah, there you go. You did. What kind of question is that? Did I get a picture with Oprah? All right. Okay. Well, how was meeting First your mom? Uh, Oh, it was amazing. It, I mean, it like she 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 came over to me, open arms, gave me a big hug, and we had a conversation about a few things. Really, one thing in particular, but it was it. She Oprah is everything that you think she is, man. Like when you you know how you feel certain energies and certain energies just fill you up and make you feel like you you just ready for the world. Right. That's that's what Oprah did for me last night. She is absolutely light in a very dark world. To drop one of the clues bombs for Oprah Winfrey, damn it. Okay. Did you did you clear up the whole uh? When she thought somebody up here, or she thought you called her a bitch, did you clear that up? Oh, we def- that that never even came up. That was good. Well, that damn was, it, no. MV, now you brought it back that up. That wasn't me. No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> that was a tough... First of all, y'all, I've said a lot of crazy things, okay? I'll take responsibility for anything crazy i said. It's a lot of narratives that be going on around me. People be putting words in my mouth. You don't have to do that. If you dig deep enough, you'll find some stuff. Right. If you want to put something <laughs> in his mouth, don't let it be words. Right, so... Shut up. Talking, <laughs> of, uh, talking of Safari, what did he say in your DMs? Because he hit me in the DMs, too, and he said some crazy-ish... I don't even know. I just oh, okay. hit him back, and I, I hit him back, and I said... What did he Bro, say? Text me. It he was said, so crazy. He said, when you want me to come? I said, man, you just sent out a, a penis pic and you want to ask me that? He said, I mean on the I, show. On the show. I said, all right, man. Hit I Angela told him, me. text me. Because all I saw was, <laughs> bruh. When I opened the text, the DM, it said, bruh. And then he, I said, yo, text me, man, because you got your meat flying all around the internet. And I can't have DM conversations with guys who got their meat all over the internet. Yes, I, I had a whole conversation with Safari yesterday as well. He was like, I lost Envy's number. Can you give me his number again? Why did he DM you? I don't know. But, All right. but I need y'all to get y'all priority together. I told y'all I met Oprah and y'all talking to me about some goddamn conversation with That's your That's awesome. Yeah, but That's so why black people can't get I met Oprah right once when I was in college. Her Actually, her niece went to my college. Really? And her niece did a fashion show, uh, Krishanda. It was an all-denim fashion show. And Oprah and Stedman came to campus just to watch this fashion show wow. that was in this small room. It was a very intimate setting. And it was very exciting. It was one of the most exciting days on campus that Oprah and Stedman came to wow. school. I just, I just need y'all to start showing me a little bit more respect. 
That's mm. all I'm telling you. Mm. All right, and today is day 13 of my detox. One more day left. That's right. Yo, Let me tell good. you, they bought some McDonald's fries up here yesterday. Did you take one? No. Not even but one. But it smells, so everything smells so, all the food, every time I smell food, no matter what it is, it smells so good to me. So I'm excited that I have one more day left to detox, and then I have to slowly ease back into eating. All right, well, let's you know get the show cracking. You know what, you know what, what smells good? What? Oprah. Okay. <laughs> I <right>. believe it. <laughs> Oprah smells good. All right. Front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? We are going to be talking about Bill Cosby. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, his daughter has passed away. And we'll also talk about Donald Trump and what he said he would have did if he would have been at that school shooting. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That's Kendrick Lamar with love. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Let's talk about Trump. He talks about these uh, Florida shootings. Yes, Donald Trump was talking to a gathering of U.S. governors at the White House, mm-hmm. and he was discussing if it was him, what would he have done at the Florida high school to stop the gunman? Here's what he said. You know, I really believe, you don't know until you test it, but I think I, I really believe I'd run in there even if I didn't have a weapon. And I think most of the people in this room would have done that, too. But the way they performed was was really a disgrace. I don't think he would have ran in no building. Duh, I know. Hey, man, in the words of the he great Mike Tyson, in the words of the great Mike Tyson, everybody got a plan until they get punched in the face. Okay. Now, White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders was questioned about if the president has been trained in using a handgun. And she said, I don't think that was the point he was making. He was saying he would be a leader and would want to take courageous action. Now, he also talked about possibly arming teachers in the schools and arming people on school campuses. Here's what he had to say about that. I don't want teachers to have guns. I want highly trained people that have a natural talent, like hitting a baseball or hitting a golf ball, or putting. How come some people always make the four-footer and some people under pressure can't even take their club back? Basically, he's saying he wants arm-trained security. Why can't he just say he wants arm-trained security? That's pretty much what he's saying, yeah. Like, I don't understand why he's complicating this. So not the teachers, he's saying now. He wants actual people on these school campuses that are trained. Now, the deputy he's talking about, Scott Peterson, the one who resigned after he did not enter the building when he heard the shooting, has said through a lawyer that he believed the shooter was outside the high school and that the protocol was that he was supposed to seek cover. He heard those gunshots. He believed those gunshots were originating from outside of the buildings on the school campus. And that's why he never went inside. And he believes that what he did was right, that he was not a coward. And all those claims of him being cowardly are untrue. I mean, I, I can kind of believe that. I mean, because if you're, if you're outside and you hear the gunshots and they sound clear as day, if you do think they're outside, you would take cover. And people act like this didn't happen very quickly. They did. Like this all happens in a matter of moments. But if students you know? are running out, and I'm sure they're saying there's a shooter inside, you know, how, how long could you think that, that I mean, they're shooting outside? Well, no, I guess what they but, but, said was that there was uh, gunshots coming from the area of the football field. Oh. So he thought that the shooter was, uh, this is according to his statements to his lawyer, mm-hmm. he thought everything was outside, and he said the protocol in that situation is that you seek cover, assess the situation, and then communicate with other law enforcement. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and all of this happens right in a matter of... All of this happens in a matter of five to six minutes. So by the time you do realize, oh, shoot, the shooter's in the school and kids are running out, it's already happened. All right, and rest in peace to Ensa Cosby. That is Bill Cosby's daughter. She passed away. She was only 44 years old. Uh, very sad for their family. So rest in peace to Enza wow. Cosby and our condolences to the rest of their family. All right. I still keep, I, I'm still wondering what Bill Cosby waiting on. I, I, I just don't understand it. Bill Cosby could have clocked out three, four years ago and kept his legacy intact. All right. Get it off your chest. That's front page news. I can't believe y'all ain't put I met Oprah in front page news. <laughs> Is this only a big deal to me? I'm sure we're going to yes. hear about it all morning. <laughs> I am a, I am we, got, we don't got to put it in front page news. Carter. It's all I day news. I cannot believe well, this. Blockzilla met what? her before you, so you're second. She ain't no Blockzilla. Okay. <laughs> she knew me when she met me. Right. Okay, she know Blockzilla now. Right? All right. Damn. Okay. Yeah, no, right? It's Why are you taking no away right? from Blockzilla? No, right? This guy. Yeah, no, I... Blockzilla. That's my oh, guy. Oh, don't salute him right. now yeah. after you just... <laughs> we actually talked about Blockzilla last night, me and Oprah. Salute to Blockzilla, goddammit. That's my man. Drop one of the clues bombs for Blockzilla. Okay? Oprah just said, can you please not use goddammit in the same sentence <laughs> as her name? <laughs> All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, a bad morning, or maybe you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. Maybe you have only one day left of a detox. All right. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Pick up the mother, mother phone.
on and die. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's your name, mama? Oh, this is Desiree. I'm calling from Norfolk, Virginia. Good morning, everybody. Hey, 757, get it off your chest. We need to stop normalizing this side piece and this side I mean, stuff, excuse me. Oh, boy. Um, Last night, I found out my boyfriend, after seven years, okay, was pretty much cheating on me. He was texting this girl. They sent me kissy faces, emojis, and all this other stuff. And I just had our son. He's two months old. And this whole time, you know, he had to be talking to this girl the whole time I was pregnant. This is not something that just came out of the blue. And um, mind you, he just came home about three years ago, okay? So he's been locked up for almost six years. Come home. I got him a good job. I got him two jobs. We turned around. We had a baby. And now, come to find out, you know, he really still want to be single. And my thing is, if you want to be single, then just leave the other person alone. Like, I don't think men understand when they cheat on us females, it helps. It it hurts us. It makes us think, well, damn, what what did I do? You know, and what, how come you don't like me? Why are you not attracted to me? Like, that really messes with a person's self-esteem. I can't stand when a guy shoots your club up, gives you a whole baby, and then says he wants to be single. No, my brother. <laughs> After you done got him two jobs no. while, and waited for him while he was in jail. Yeah, it's pretty Forget bad. Forget the jobs. You had your baby. You had a baby by him. You, you know, you don't got no option now. And now you just want to be single after you're gonna give me a whole another person. Yeah, I pretty much told him last night, y'all. And if y'all play this on the air forever, whoever in the seven five seven, because um, I'm not known, but. I, play, I let him know, like, his mother told me, everybody has told you, you can't make nobody want to be with you, you can't, you know, hold him down. If they don't want to be with you, they don't want to be with you. And I'm okay with that. I just wish he would go ahead and say, look, I ain't happy no more, sh- ain't working, I'm out. And I'll be okay with that, even after all of the stuff that I did, because I'm a good-hearted person. I did that because I love him, not because... I wanted to be with him. That's what you do when you want to be with somebody. You hold them down. You make sure they're right. But if you don't want to be with somebody, don't lead them on. Well, I'm sorry, Mama. Well, take care of the baby, and, and and I hope things work out, Mama. It's okay. Thank you guys so much. You all have a blessed day. You too now. Damn. She don't sound so bad. Nah, she don't sound just bad, but she hurt. Yesterday, she, but yeah, she's she definitely, definitely hurt. hurt. Good for her for yeah, plus her. keep pushing on, you know? Plus, it's early in the morning. That pain, really, you can really hear the pain in the voice around noontime. Oh, stop it. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up? This is Reese. Hey, what's up, man? Get it off your chest. Hey, man, I'm hurt, man, because, like, after 15 years of marriage and four kids, man, I got to divorce my wife, man. Wow. The week before, man, I was really happy to try to go see Black Panther and everything, man. But uh, my wife was sick, so I was like, man, that ain't a good look. So I waited till this week to go see it. And after the movie, she's going to talk about, I wasn't impressed. I'm like, huh? You wasn't impressed. Well, maybe she just doesn't like those type of movies. You can't divorce because no, she'll no, like no, the movie, bro. bro. Nah, man, movies. I know we'll the feeling. we quizzes and stuff about the movie, but she was like, she explained it to me afterwards. She was like, totally team Killmonger. I know how you feel because my daughter is not a Dallas Cowboy fan like I am. And I took her to Black Panther and I kept saying to myself, if she don't like Black Panther, I'm going to get her blood tested. <laughs> my goodness. Now, just curious, what, what team your daughter like? Um, I'm not saying. Now, what team does your daughter like? I'm not saying. I refuse to say. I refuse to acknowledge, I refuse to acknowledge that nonsense in my life. Okay? Oh, she's, I, she's, she's young. She don't know no better. I right hope now. it's the Giants. Hello, who's hey, this? She, she's young. She don't know no better. Hello? Yo, what's going on, man? It's Lorenzo from Brooklyn. Lorenzo, get it off your chest, bro. Yo, Envy, Charlemagne, Yee, peace. What's going on, peace. man? Peace. What's going I on? Just, I just want to take a second to recognize black excellence for a second, man. I want America to understand, yo, Jason Mitchell, the guy that plays Brandon yes. on The Shy. He played Easy e yeah. Yeah, he is one of the best black actors that's out right now, man. Yeah, Seriously. He does do an excellent job. 
Oh my well, God, man! I told y'all he's gonna be like that. He, he's gonna be like that next Denzel, Tom Hanks type of dude. Mm -hmm. He's yeah. dope. He he's has really a lot dope. of potential for that, man. He made me feel like he was really easy E on the bed with AIDS. And right now, he really making it seem like, you know, he's really going through issues. And I feel it, man. Whenever whenever I'm watching yep. a shot, I feel his pain, man. So I just want America to know that. Tune into the shot every Sunday, man. Shot is dope. I'm, I'm telling you, it's really, really good. Thank and you, flashback and watch when Jason Mitchell was on The Breakfast Club when you go to our website because he did a great, he, we had a great time with uh, Jason Mitchell when he came up here. Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you something else I'd like to see Jason Mitchell do. What's that? Jason Mitchell shoots his shot with Tokyo Jets from Hustle Gang every day on Instagram. Does he? If you go to, if you go to Tokyo Jets page, Jason has liked every picture. He's posting comments. Like, he shoots his shot every day. Why are you and so into him shooting his shot? Why are you stalking him like, like that? Listen, man, I, li I like consistency. All right? <laughs> He's consistently bigging up Tokyo Jets and, and shooting a shot with Tokyo Jets. My goodness. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up anytime. Yee, we got rumors on the way? Well, yes. Let's talk about Black Panther some more. We'll tell you what happened when Jimmy Kimmel went and asked people about the crisis about Wakanda on the street. You'll that love these responses. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Y'all, the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Jimmy Kimmel. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. So Jimmy Kimmel went live on the street on Jimmy Kimmel Live, and they asked people about Wakanda and the crisis in Wakanda. Here is people's responses. Is it time to bring the U.S. troops home from Wakanda? Um... I, I think we need a strong presence there. Um, I definitely support our troops. So if they're in Wakanda, I think they should, you know, they have a reason to be there. What are people saying about the crisis in Wakanda? They say, like, it's like a big catastrophe. Like, it's a lot of bad things happening over there. <laughs> Can't even trust the black person who falls for that gag. Okay, it's black people who haven't seen Black Panther who know what Wakanda is. Yeah, and Jimmy point. Kimmel better relax because you know our celebrity in chief gets briefed about world issues via TV. He's going to ask his advisors about Wakanda today. I'm going to ask him if they're a threat. I think that's pretty funny, though. People just roll with it. I had no clue. <laughs> All right. In the meantime, Disney has donated $1 million from Black Panther to the Boys and Girls Clubs. That's in celebration of Black Panther's financial success. That donation is going to support the youth STEM programs, according to a news release. So because that movie was so inspiring to young audiences and the technology that was in there, they want to show their appreciation by helping advance STEM programs. I hate to be that guy, but... um. A million dollars when the movie has made seven hundred million in two weeks. I mean, don't get me wrong, a million is great. That might be a start. But a million? That might be a start. Seven hundred million in two weeks. They might be a giving million? more away though. You yeah, know. this could be just the beginning. Maybe yeah. they're going to be donating more. They've donated to boys and girls clubs before. Last December, they donated one point one million to the organization in Central Florida. So I'm sure there's going to be more to come. But I'm sh I'm pretty sure they appreciate it. Well, that's a million dollars. Drop one of clues bombs to them. Okay. Mm -hmm. A million dollars is a million dollars. All right, Big Sean has postponed his Unfriendly Reminder tour, and that is because he wants to stay focused in the studio. Now, ticket buyers are getting notices, emails, saying that the dates are going to get pushed forward, and there's no real explanation, but he did say, to all my fans, I've been in a deep creative space and decided I need to stay focused in the studio. So unfortunately, I am postponing my upcoming tour. I learned in life you have to follow your intuition. I hope you do the same. Thank you for your continued love and support. It means the world to me. Trust we are working on something special for you. It was supposed to be 30 stops across the country, and it was supposed to end in Canada in June. I hope Sean ain't letting these digital D-heads on social media get to him because I thoroughly enjoyed his last project with Metro Boomin. But remember, it was that whole day or so where everybody was double going in on Big Sean's lyrics. Double, Yeah, but yeah. remember, everybody was going in on Big Sean. Big Sean, don't let these digital D-heads get in your brain, bro. Or maybe he's just... Don't let them... He could be in a creative zone and just want to keep knocking them out. Right, he did uh, say he, he was working on his follow-up to uh, Metro Boomin's collaboration album, Double or Nothing. So maybe he is... Just stay, just, just stay focused. I think Big Sean be snapping. Big Sean is very, very dope. All right, now Jay-Z, the Trayvon Martin documentary that Jay-Z produced, the documentary series, now has a trailer. It's officially titled Rest in Power, the Trayvon Martin story. And 
this joint venture was initially supposed to be with the Weinstein Company. Now it's going through Paramount Network. The Weinstein Company, by the way, has filed for bankruptcy, just so you know. They're facing multiple lawsuits in the wake of the whole scandal. The only problem with that is, is everybody going to be able to get the money that they're supposed to get paid out mm -hmm. once they file for bankruptcy? But anyway, Weinstein Company is dead, man. Put a tombstone on that thing. It's over. Here is the trailer for that Trayvon Martin documentary. A firestorm. He came. was just a kid. I don't want this to be swept under People the rug. He said he was standing in his ground. America don't care about Trayvon. People wreck the country. He becomes a rallying call. Something snaps. They say that time heals all wounds. It does not. All right, Trayvon Martin's parents, by the way, are also executive producing as well. Hmm. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. When we come back, we got front page news. Now, Donald Trump said he would have run up into that school and tried to help those kids in Florida. We'll tell you all about oh, it when we chef. come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, it's loyalty. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. I'm Yo. hungry. I'm hungry. You have one more day till you can eat. One more day. And then you got to eat like a bird, right? You got to have like nuts I can and only have like raisins. watermelon and uh, cantaloupe, things like that, avocado, <laughs> arugula. Mm, well, enjoy that tomorrow. Thank you. All right. Well, let's get in some, uh, what are we doing, front page news? Yeah, yes. let's get some front page news. Let's talk Donald Trump. Right, Donald Trump. Oh, man, he was talking to... Uh, he was talking to some of the governors at the White House, and he had something to say about what he would have did if he would have been at the school in Florida to stop the gunman. You know, I really believe, you don't know until you test it, but I think I, I really believe I'd run in there even if I didn't have a weapon. And I think most of the people in this room would have done that too. But the way they performed was, was really a disgrace. He probably would have did some martial arts on everyone, yeah, knocked right. everyone out, did a flying oh, leap yeah. out of the building. Everybody got a plan until they get punched in the face. And you know what's so sad about uh, that Donald Trump situation? He's giving a hypothetical, you know, scenario of what he would have done. But he's the president of the United States of America. It's things that he can actually do right now to prevent these things from happening in the future. We don't care about what, what you hypothetically would have done because you wouldn't have done none of that. But what are you going to do in the future to make sure none of this stuff happens? Now, Donald Trump has been calling the deputy Scott Peterson, the armed school resource officer who stayed outside of Marjorie Stone. Douglas High School. He's saying that he didn't have the courage. He's been calling him out ever since. And here is Scott Peterson's response. He responded actually through his lawyer and what he had to say was that he heard gunshots but he thought those gunshots were originating from outside of the buildings on the school campus. So what he was trained to do is seek cover, assess the situation to communicate with what they see to other law enforcement. So he feels like his actions were appropriate because he didn't know the shooter was inside of the school. That's what Deputy Scott Peterson is saying in his defense. He did resign from his position as a school resource officer last week. That's Donald Trump just trying to find someone to blame to deflect from people being mad at the government for not putting some type of uh, restrictions on, on uh, automatic weapons. That's now, all that is. As far as Florida lawmakers, they have rejected an assault weapons ban, but they are approving a bill that would allow teachers to carry guns and also to raise the legal age for purchasing a firearm to 21. Here is what Donald Trump had to say as far as law enforcement in schools. I don't want teachers to have guns. I want highly trained people that have a natural talent, like hitting a baseball or hitting a golf ball or putting. How come some people always make the four-footer and some people under pressure can't even take their club back? So he want armed security, basically. He want, like, that's, armed that's security, wants, yes. trained security. Why he just don't say that? Right. I, don't I, know. I, by the way, don't have a problem with armed security in the schools. I, I, I think that's way better than arming teachers with guns. My mother's a teacher and has been a teacher for over 30 years. And what, what the hell is she going to do with a pistol in the classroom? Right. All right. Well, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see what happens next in Florida because now they are saying that although they don't want to ban semi-automatic assault weapons, they did agree to raise the legal age for purchasing a firearm to 21. They also said that teachers could have the right to carry guns in school, and they agreed to confiscate guns from people with mental health issues. Um, so we should see if these bills end up getting signed into law or not. I don't see the problem with armed security, though. Like, you walk through the airport, you see the military guys there, and they got their big choppers and they automatic right. weapons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, why can't you have a couple of those in schools all over America? I, like, I, 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 don't. I just think it's important when if you that does happen to come into legislation to make it across the United States instead of trying to make it just in problem schools. Make sure that it is right. legislation that is across the board for everyone, or else you're going to feel a different way if your school is that way, but another school isn't. Yeah, even my daughter's school, school, school. 
Even in my daughter's school now, there's a police officer there that that is right. she, he stays there the whole class, the whole the whole day, the whole school day. He stays, he walks around the class, make sure everybody's good. All right. I don't, I don't, I don't see the problem. Like I don't see the problem with armed, armed security uh, at the schools. Like I mean, it's literally at the airport. I remember somebody said, "Oh, we shouldn't have the kids seeing the guns at the school." Well, you walking your kids through the airport, you see the military right. there with the big choppers. So why can't you do that in the schools? Oh, not even that. You walk through Times Square, every place where there's a, a lot of tourist oh, activity, man. a lot of people, you're gonna oh, see man. police officers or the military with weapons. So be oh, safe, man. They, yes, they militarized. The, the police in New York City and Times Square are definitely militarized. All right. Now, uh, Cosby. Bill Cosby lost his daughter yesterday. Oh, yes. Bill Cosby's daughter, Ensa, did pass so away. Ensa Cosby. She was 44 years old. Now, they haven't given the exact cause, but I know she was waiting for a kidney transplant. So, we don't know exactly what happened, but rest in peace and our condolences go out to the Cosby family at this time. Really difficult to lose a child. Now, which which one of them called up here? Was it Was it her? Uh, yes, yeah, so she's, she's, the one, called up her, yeah. she's the one that has been very public about speaking up for her father during his sexual assault trial. That's her dad. Yeah, She said, I yeah. strongly believe my father is innocent of the crimes alleged against him. Did they say how she died? They haven't said yet, but they said she has reportedly needed a kidney transplant. She has been suffering from significant medical issues in the past. Hmm. So as of now, the cause of death is unclear. Wow. Well, rest in peace to her, man. Definitely. And condolences to the family as well. And that's front page news. Now, when we come back... Angela Yee was talking about something from Love and Hip Hop Miami. Something with Bobby Lights. Now, what happened with Bobby now Lights? Now, that's our friend up here, and so is Trina. Bobby Lights was up here on The Breakfast Club previously. He's an artist. Mm-hmm. And Trina's his cousin. Trina's a friend to the show as well. And on the show, Bobby Lights was not too happy that Trina has not been supportive of him, never been to one of his shows, and that's his cousin. And he feels like, you're supposed to support me because we are family. Trina, my cousin, does not support me in anything I've done to this day. Trina wants to be the only star in the family. And not to throw shade, but it's like, what is the thing, girl? Why don't you want to let me in and give me my chance? All right. Now, on Trina's behalf, she said she hasn't taken him seriously before. All right. Well, I want to open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Should you support family members just because they are your family? I have a couple of uh, family members that are producers. Um and uh, a rapper and he is uh he should be about forty eight right now and there's just <laughs> some things I I I, I can't. Heavy, are you exaggerating? No, I am not. That? He's okay. a forty eight forty eight year old rapper and producer, and I cannot support that. I can't take you if you don't take yourself serious. I can't take you serious. And what about when he blows up that. and does a diss song about you? I'm sure he probably has a bunch of diss songs about me. Is his music good though? Trash. That's the only way. I, I'm okay then. That's all it boils down to. And guess what? As family, even if you're not my family, I'm gonna tell you your music trash. So don't tell me that I'm hating just because I see that your music trash. If, I, if it's trash, it's trash. Because 48 probably wouldn't matter if you're doing beats. If his beats are dope, but if it's trash, it's trash. It's it's trash. But not only that, but it, I mean, it, it gets to the point where you gotta say, you know what? I gotta stop making beats and really look for another career path. You know, when, when do you Why? say Why? My cousin is trash. Envy. Envy got the money. Envy got the money? No. Envy going Envy go help me keep my lights on every month. Envy got the bread. Envy got our bread. Envy out there making our money. He's family. Plus, Envy could get you paid on, played on the breakfast club. No, I can't. I don't know those people. And I got five kids. But anyway, 800-585-1051. Should you support family members just because they are your family? That Please. is the question. Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, we're asking, should you support family members just because they are family? Now, this comes out of Bobby Light from Love & Hip Hop Miami. Trina, my cousin, does not support me in anything I've done to this day. Trina wants to be the only star in the family. And not to throw shade, but it's like, what is the thing, girl? Why don't you want to let me in and give me my chance? Yes. He was upset that Trina has never been to any of his shows. She finally came to the first show of his that um, she's ever been to. But he feels like he should have gotten support from his family member a long time ago. So we're asking, should you support family members just because they are your family? What do you think, E? This is something I hear all the time. People mm-hmm. complaining that the family member didn't help them out. You know, my cousin right. is this person. My sister is whoever, and they're not supporting me. And I feel like if that person is talented, you should do the best that you can. But 
they don't owe you anything and you should still have to come up through the ranks just like that person in your family had to come up through the ranks and go hard and push themselves. You have to do the same thing. Nothing's going to get handed to you. So once you get yourself to a certain level where people are paying attention, they're listening, you've built your stuff up, I can see that you're serious about what you're doing, then I can step in. See, I got family members and that, that, that try to be rappers and try to be producers and I got close friends that have artists and everybody thinks, okay, Envy's on the radio, he'll help. No, like you gotta grind. You gotta show me that you're gonna put in that work. It's not just, okay, here, Envy, and help. No, no, you gotta work. And if you're not gonna put that work in, I'm not gonna put that work in for you because nobody put that work in for me. And I continue to bust my ass and I continue to work like I got a zillion and one jobs, like I have nothing. And I'm gonna continue to do that. No, work. What about you, Charlemagne? Oh, absolutely not. Uh, family and friends, uh, I don't owe nobody nothing, okay? I'm not supporting anybody. I will help you help yourself. If you have a talent or a skill set and you need me to make some calls for you or give you a platform, I got you. But if you're my family and you trash, I'm not assisting trash. If you're my friend and you trash, I'm not assisting trash. And that word support is a strong word. That's why I said assist because nobody gets my support except my wife, my kids, and my mama. And when it comes to my kids, when they turn 18, that support will be under review. And no, then that you, support turns you better to support your kids. And you ain't say your daddy. Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? Love them, but everything is a case-by-case -case basis. <laughs> you know what? You're a fool. Okay? You know what? I love, hey, I love my pops. I just, my pops. My pops wanted to go to Savior's Day this weekend uh, to go see the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan speak. Boom. I paid for that. You know what I mean? That's my guy. I do I do things like that for him. But did you pay for but, him to come back home? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, but you know, sometimes the request be a little crazy. You know what I mean? Yo, he, he want a house right now. Hey, Pops, let's talk about this. Nah, Charlamagne, <laughs> you got it. You on the radio. You doing TV all the time. I raised hey, you. If it wasn't for my sperm, you wouldn't be here. Buy that man's right. house. He's right on all of those accounts, but let's discuss. All right? <laughs> I don't owe you. And I do owe you. You owe so your I pops, man. Yeah, are you kidding me? I, I don't I do, owe I him do, nothing. I do. I do. I do. I do. I owe him a lot. But you ain't going to buy the house, though. I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about a condo? No. What about, Hello, a, who's what about a car? I don't, oh, I'd buy him a car. I would buy him a car. Okay. Hello, who's this? I'm Nakia. I'm calling from Atlanta. Hey, Nakia. Should you support family members just because they're family? Oh, my God. Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the operations manager for Grand Hustle. And when I moved to, I literally moved to Atlanta to work for Grand Hustle in 2006. When nobody around, now all of a sudden, everybody want to come to events. Everybody want to hand me their music. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, what was y'all when I ain't had no money, I ain't had no gas money. You right. I had no food. No. Don't and you're my Twitter friend that. too, right, Nakia? Yes. She's I looking am. for a I man. I, I met you when I am looking for a man. I met you when um, we did <laughs> lip service, hustle gay. Mm. And DJ Envy, I met you when Tip did the college tour. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still got to meet, I still got to meet Charlemagne. That's my boy. I still got to meet him. Okay. Very, but, very yeah, overrated okay. experience. Well, well, you and know I we got you guys every morning. Well, we got if you if you are single, we got this. Are you in the white guys? Hey, I'm an equal opportunity dater. We got this white camera guy. He's a little crazy at times, but I think he, I think <laughs> y'all might make a nice couple. I see the white guy on remote every morning. Hey, boo. Uh -oh, <laughs> uh oh, hey, boo. Oh, 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 she's wow. talking to you. Wow. She said, hey, boo. Wow, sound like you just sound like you just taking what you can get at this point, huh, Mama? <laughs> Thank you, Mama. 800-585-1051. Should you support family members just because they are your family? Call us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was more money, more problems. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking supporting your family members just because they are your family. Now, this comes out of Love and Hip Hop Miami. Bobby Lights was mad. Trina doesn't support him. Let's hear. Trina, my cousin, does not support me in anything I've done to this day. Trina wants to be the only star in the family. And not to throw shade, but it's like, what is the thing, girl? Why don't you want to let me in and give me my chance? So I think everybody up here feels the same way. Nah, we ain't supporting. You got to work for it. And I mean, we'll I will you support you if I feel like I can see how serious you are and you've been putting the work Absolutely. in. Absolutely. I'll take you to that next level, like whatever it is that I can do. But if I don't even see that you're serious about it or you expect me to just 
put you on. That's not going to happen. Why do y'all keep using this word support? Support is a strong word. Like I don't. I, like support is what you do for your children. Support is what you do for your wife. I'll assist you, but I ain't supporting no grown. No, I can person, be. Like, I can be supportive of you. Yeah, I can be. That supportive. doesn't mean that I'm paying for your whole career. But support means like I'm gonna come out to your shows. I'm gonna post your stuff on my timeline when I feel like you have a good song. That's being supportive. Right. That's cool. But I just want people to know, family, friends. I don't owe you nothing. Nothing. That's that. That's the, I hate that sense of entitlement. No, oh, you my family. You supposed to be doing this. Or, right. Oh, you from South Carolina. You supposed to be doing this. I ain't supposed to be doing nothing but breathing and paying taxes. And I'm trying to figure out a way not to do the second one. All right. That's right. Man, that's right. Uncle Sam, if you nice. want, you're going to be in jail. I'm sorry, Mr. IRS. <laughs> I'm sorry, Uncle Sam. Please, though. I'm sorry. I'm just playing. Hello, who's this? No, I got no sense. What's good? What's good? JB from Brooklyn. Hey, JB. Should you support hey. family members just because you're family? I mean, most definitely, man, if I had a chance to. But, um, you know, only if it weren't tarnished my reputation or my brand. Trina came <laughs> a long way, man. I feel like the boy like me doing too much, man. Okay. And maybe she feels that way. Maybe she feels like he, she he's not good. I mean, she might. But you know what? She never really paid attention. She did. That was the first one of his shows she ever went to. Mm, that's true, too. Hello, first who's this? Yeah, it's Lamar. Hey, Lamar. We're talking. Should you support family members just because they're family? Honestly, it's different kind of support. Like, I'm not going to expect that kind of, like, fan support from my family. Like, coming to my show, that's what my fan would do. I'm not going to expect what? that kind of support from my family. I'll, the family support is maybe, like, if my family's connected, like Trina, maybe get me a meeting or something. That's that kind of, you know, that Whoa. kind of family support I would I would take, you know what I mean? But don't you think she need to come to your shows first to, before she could get you a meeting to make sure that it's legitimate? All right, so now we got to understand that's Trina. So, like, she gets paid to go outside. So, like, maybe bring her to the studio. If she don't want to come to the show, I'm not going to cry about it. I'm going to just be like, all right, well, don't come. Just give me that meeting. That's how you could really you know get I mean? a feel, though, if somebody as an artist how good they are. Like, you got to go see them perform. You know, the only thing about that is when you give somebody a little, they want more. I mean, I done hosted mixtapes. <laughs> I done been to people's uh, club appearances. I done listened to beats. And then they continue, well, you retweeted it. Can you play it on the radio? Well, you, you came to the club. You hosted the mixtape. Can you do this? It's always more. But you got to do it for yourself. And maybe Trina don't want to hear somebody in her family rapping about sucking D better than her. Okay. I didn't think of it like that, but um, yeah. awkward. Hello. Hello, hey. Hey, what's your name, mama? It's Angelica. Hey, Angelica. We're talking about supporting family members just because they are family. What do you think? It's, I'm on the fence with it. At the same time, you know, I say support within your means. If you got an aspiring rapper, like I got my cousin, I'm like, you. she's in her 40s, you know, and she's <laughs> still trying to put out a hit single. You know, I'm going to support her as much as I can afford. You know, I'll buy her CD, but that's about it. <sighs> okay, that's it. nice. She I'm bought a CD. Stuff. Okay. Yeah. You know, and at the same time, I'm a DJ. I still don't play her stuff, but, you know, I do as, as I can. And then hey, at I'm the same a- time, she has a brother who's a professional football player for the Texans, and I support him just as much as he would support me. You know, I say go team, but, you know, I'm not a Texan fan, so, you know, I'm not going to be out there wearing his jersey or nothing like that. But, you know, he's still family. At the same time, you know, he only speaks to certain people in the family. So, you know, we supported him all throughout his college career. But once he got famous, he kind of forgot the rest of the family. What? I don't what, think he forgot. What do y'all mean forgot, though? That's what I want to know. What do you mean forgot? Because y'all came to his games. You think he owe y'all some money or something just because y'all came no, to the game? No, it's not even out there. I got my own money. I got my own job. I got my own family to take care of. But, you know, at the same so what do you time, mean you know, forgot? You like, can't add me on Facebook. You can't add me on Twitter. You know, we family. You know, I got your mama's cell phone but, number. Let me ask you a question. How many family members called him up and asked him for something? when he made it into the league. Honestly, I don't know. I'm not one of them family members. I know I got. Does he come to the holiday gatherings? He got. Um, he did come to my cousin's wedding, and he and we were all there. So that's about it. But that's the one cousin from his to me, his aunt that you know goes everything on her his game. But she been riding his coattail ever since he became famous. So she just one of them bandwagon family members. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. A lot of my family members don't even have my number either. Like they got to go through my pops. And if you could get through that mean guy, then you could get to me. But because my pops, he he gonna protect me. He feel the same way. Everybody in my family uh, has my number, and we have these family group email messages yeah. that they send out yeah. every single day. Nah, B, you got to go through my pops. Uh, my my, my pops don't do that. And me personally, I don't want my cousin. I don't want nothing from him. You know, if you want to give me one of your teammates' phone numbers, that's fine. You know, I don't want nothing from him. <laughs> Holla. Yeah. Thank you, Mama. By the way, by the way, if you pull up on my pops and uh, you know tell him that you want to talk to me, he'll call me and be like, "Hey, man, what's up, man?" And then just pass. And put the phone you on the phone. Over. That's what my dad. Yep. My dad tells everybody that he's my dad and puts me on the phone with random people and all the time. That, that's why you can't answer the phone for your daddy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is, man, the Dalai Lama once said, "Our prime purpose in this life is to help others, and if you can't help them, at least don't hurt them." Yeah. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way, Yeezy. Well, could this? 
Chris be true? Does Chris Brown really have a problem with Chris Rock from his stand-up? Uh-oh. We'll tell you what the allegations are. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. Yeah. We are The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Why you put the deep voice yeah. on? Yeah. Excuse me? Ever since you met Oprah, you a different person, bro. <laughs> oh, drop one of the clues bombs for me. I didn't want to bring up the fact that I met Oprah again. You know, I didn't want to I didn't want to bring that up again on the show this morning. But since you brought it up, I did meet Oprah last night. You're yeah. a different person yeah. all of a sudden. You met did Oprah have a last nice conversation. night. Now all of a sudden you're like, yeah. 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 yeah, we did have a nice conversation. I'm just telling you, I'm blessed, black, and highly favored, okay? I touched the hem of Oprah's garment, all right? So, whatever. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Chris Rock versus Chris Brown. What? She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, according to HollywoodLife.com, Chris Brown has a problem with Chris Rock, and that is from Chris Rock's stand-up. Now, Chris Rock made a little joke on his Netflix special, and Chris Brown took it personally. Mr. Rock, I need to see pictures of the beds in the bedroom to make sure the children have a place to sleep. So, showed him the picture, right? But that wasn't enough. Then, then the judge was like, uh, Mr. Rock, I need to see pictures of the refrigerator and the food inside to make sure the children have enough to eat. I'm like, what have you heard about me? I'm Chris Rock, not Chris Brown. Ooh, I have no right. problem with that joke. What's it's wrong funny. with that joke? It's that's funny. An, that's a phenomenal joke, and Chris Brown is being delusional if he doesn't think he, his reputation precedes him. All right, yeah, and I thought it was a pretty funny joke. You got to just laugh. At these Chris Rock is the, is, the, is the 2018 Bobby Brown. He's Bobby Beige. He has a history of being in trouble. He has a history of uh, doing things he got no business doing. So people use him as that. He's the bar for that. All right, now, congratulations to Tiffany Haddish. They did announce that she got a Netflix deal. And according to reports, they're saying that that deal is for $800,000. Now, I don't know how true that is. <laughs> what? How much? $800,000. No, hell no. That, that's not true. But I don't know who told you that report. What report? Cite your sources. Who told you that? That's the reports that are out there right now that everybody's saying. Now, I'm not saying that I know that that's true, but Tiffany Haddish did tweet about it, and she did say that she did get that offer before this whole situation happened with Monique, obviously. And that is a fact. She said, I already got a deal. I signed it way before she said a thing, and it's not legend money, but it's enough to take care of my family for a minute. Hashtag facts. Okay. Well, if you had been listening uh, during the Monique interview, I you know, tried to tell her that. I said, you know, maybe Tiff already did her Netflix deal, you know, but whatever. Don't nobody listen to me. Tiffany Haddish also has other situations coming down the pipeline with Netflix as well as with the animated show that she's going to be on. Now, Monique responded to Tiffany Haddish. You've done nothing wrong, my sister. You keep shining. I'm proud of you. You keep doing what you're doing. You are making it better for the next ones. Love you to life. Yeah, and I mean, Tiffany got her coin. I mean, and and that, that legend money, once again, like Tiffany's not selling out arenas yet, but she will be really soon. All right, now the Set It Off stage play. Everybody's talking about that. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys saw, but it's going to be starring the Brat, Latoya Luckett, Kyla Pratt, and Demetria McKinney. It's really happening. How many of you are here to see a Set It Off stage play? I think I would check it out. Um, I would go check watch it that. Out. Yeah. I'd watch that. It's a lot. It's a lot of movies that I've gone to see on Broadway. I went to go see Rocky when it was on Broadway. I've seen a Christmas Story on Broadway, and those were pretty good. So I think I would go see Set It Off. I seen Spider Man on Broadway. <laughs> Spider-Man was on Broadway? Yeah, yes. you don't remember, and somebody got injured, and they had to shut it down for a while. I definitely saw I didn't know that. It was yeah. good, too. All right. Well, it should be interesting. Um, I definitely would check that out. I, I want to see what it. that's like, because that is a classic movie. So let's see how it plays out on the uh, in the theater. All right. I think Set It Off is one of the most underrated movies of all time. They keep talking about reboot and stuff. I wouldn't mind seeing some type of Set It Off reboot. Well, maybe you can now go see it in the theater. Mm-hmm. That'll be the first reboot. Maybe it'll, it'll inspire them to do that movie again. Now let's talk about A Wrinkle in Time. Ava DuVernay uh, was talking about Oprah and their friendship together. And she talked about introducing Oprah to normal things in life. And she also talks about how she got Oprah to join the cast of A Wrinkle in Time. Check it out. I was going to New Zealand to shoot the movie. Okay. And I was trying to get up the guts to ask her to be in the movie. I was trying to soften the ground and say, I'm going to New Zealand. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I can't wait to go. She was like, oh my gosh, I've always wanted to go and hang out there. Maybe I'll take the jet and come down <laughs> the PJ. with the butler and whatever and just <laughs> hang out. And I was like, oh, right. Or maybe you could work. 
why don't you come be Mrs. Wedge? And she's like, okay. And then it all happened. Wow. wow. That's it I love. Hey, I saw Wrinkle in Time last night. Uh, drop on the clues bombs for Ava DuVernay. Great movie. Fathers take your daughters. Okay, Wrinkle in Time is a daddy-daughter date all day long. How, how old are your youngest daughters are, Envy? Uh, I got a 16, a 4, and a 1 and a half. 16-year-old definitely appreciate it. Uh, but it's a, it's a daddy-daughter date all day long. And please take your allergy medicine with you because your eyes might water a little and you don't want your daughter to, to, to think you're crying or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I thoroughly enjoyed Wrinkle in Time. We should all strive to be light warriors. When you see the movie, you'll know what I'm talking about. Only problem is if your kid is an avid reader like my kid and she's already read the book, she's going to be telling you what happened all through the film. And I had to tell her, like, I didn't ruin Black Panther for you, did I? So don't ruin Wrinkle in Time for me. All right, well, let me Stop just finish so up the, mean, the rumor Gosh. report. And Ava DuVernay also uh, talked about Oprah and how she had to introduce Oprah to some of the finer things in life. One day I came in and I was like, These, this pretzel's so good. She's like, oh my gosh, it's pretzel. It's incredible. What, what chef? I was like, no, it's called, it's called, you know, Annie's you pretzels. Annie's pretzels. Annie's yeah, pretzels. Yeah, Auntie Anne's pretzels. It's just in the mall or the airport. She's like, the airport? Stop. I was like, yes, no. Like, regular people have to walk through an airport to get to the flights usually. That's I always, I always called it Auntie Annie's my whole life, but I guess it's Auntie Anne's, which makes sense because it does say Anne. But I thought still, it was Auntie Annie's. But so. we always called it Auntie yeah. Annie's. You, you, you know what I call it? The devil. Okay, it's I walk delicious. right by Auntie Annie's they and I walk by. right by Cinnabon. Nope, nope. Let I me don't tell you, when I used games. to work in the mall, Auntie Annie's mm. every day. Mm. <laughs> that lemonade mm. they have too. Oh, oh my mm. goodness. All right, well, mm. I'm Angela mm. Lee, and that mm. is your rumor report. Mm. The little mini joints, oh. not even the big, oh, not even the dip. big joints. Just the little mini ones. Mm. Ooh, Lord, have mercy. The cinnamon sugar ones. Oh my Lord, that's all I want. I don't know. I don't know what else to get. I hate people that go to Auntie Annie's and get a regular pretzel. No, I like the regular ones are banging. Yeah, that's no man. And cinnamon uh-huh. and sugar, and I like the hot dogs. They, cause you know they got the beef hot dogs, cause it's Nathan's hot dogs wrapped in that little buttery ass. Cr- oh Lord, let me stop right now. If I have to go to Auntie Annie, I'm wrong my diet. I Shall guess I'm it's a- Auntie Anne's. Uh, Auntie Anne's. Is it Auntie Anne's? I don't know. Well, I call hey, it Auntie Anne's. It's Auntie Annie's. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm calling it. All right, well, it sounds that, better. That was your rumor report, Charlemagne. Yes. Who you giving your donkey to? We need a uh, dope forty-five, our celebrity in chief, to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with him. He got to get his monthly donkey today. It's All about right. that time. All right, we'll give it to him when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Donald J. Trump is calling for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States. Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag to say, "Get that son of a bitch off the field right now!" Out. He's fired. He's fired. Please step up to the congregation. Yes, you are a donkey. Love Donald Trump. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. He's a jackass. Yes, donkey today for Tuesday, February 27th. Goes to our celebrity in chief, Mr. Dote 45 himself, the man who has his own donkey of the day intro, Donald J. Trump. And always remember that J stands for jackass. Now, nobody has received donkey of the day more than Donald Trump. He averages one a month easily. And I don't like to give him donkey of the day every time he says something stupid because then there wouldn't be room for anyone else to get donkey of the day. Now, the so-called leader of the free world was talking school safety with governors, and he made some comments about the shooting at Stoneman Douglas High School. Uh, Donald J. actually said what he would have done if he was there on the scene. Let's hear it. You know, I really believe, you don't know until you test it, but I think I, I really believe I'd run in there even if I didn't have a weapon. And I think most of the people in this room would have done that too. But the way they performed was, was really a disgrace. Let's unpack this, all right? Uh, first of all, this is insulting because Donald Trump is the 45th president of the United States of America. I know we don't want to believe that, but he is. And for him to talk about some hypothetical hero in the Marvel Universe scenario where he goes in the the school, dodges a bunch of bullets like he's in the Matrix and disarms this guy or takes this guy out, it's insulting to all Americans. The reason it's insulting is because we don't care about what you would have done. We care about what you are actually going to do in the future to make sure these type of situations don't happen. See, you have the power to actually do this. Okay, you can make stricter gun laws. Okay, you can uh, uh, ban the sale of certain guns. Like it's things you can do with a push of a pin that can actually help. I mean, it blows my mind that Homeland Security can regulate the sale of fertilizer. 
All right, fertilizer that was used in bombings but can't regulate the sale of guns. You remember when a type of fertilizer called ammonium nitrate was used to kill 168 people in the 95 bombing of a federal office building in Oklahoma City? Y'all remember that? Anybody remember mm -hmm. that? Mm -hmm. uh, you, you kids may not remember, but Google is your friend, bro. But they put regulations on the fertilizer after that. Anyone who buys, sells, or transfers 25 pounds of the chemical must apply to register with the department, and ammonium nitrate facilities must also keep records of sales or transfers of the chemical for at least two years after each transaction. We can't do that with, with guns. Huh? We can't do that with certain type of weapons. Like, seriously, we have stricter regulations on fertilizer than we do guns, but Donald Trump is busy telling us what he would have done. No, let me rephrase. Donald Trump, even though we can look at him and see he's not capable of doing any type of physical activity at all, is telling us what he would do, even though we can look at him and tell he's not capable of doing it. Instead of actually putting some type of legislation in place to prevent these tragedies from happening over and over. Okay, now, Trump has also called Scott Peterson, the armed school resource officer, who stayed outside uh, of the school as the shooting unfolded. He, he called him out. Trump said he didn't have any courage, and he choked. Let's see what he had to say. I don't want teachers to have guns. I want highly trained people that have a natural talent, like hitting a baseball or hitting a golf ball or putting. How come some people always make the four-footer and some people under pressure can't even take their club back? Well, that's not the clip I wanted, but, you know, don't fall for that either, America. I mean, I, I can't even be mad at Scott Peterson because everybody got a plan until they get punched in the face. And, and I don't know if y'all ever been around when a shooting pops off, but your first instinct is self-preservation. Then you think about other people, especially if you alone. Okay, when shooting starts, you don't wait until everybody ducks. You hit the floor and didn't tell everybody to get down, too. So I can't be upset at Scott Peterson. You know, I'm not about to stick my chest out and tell everybody what I would have done if I was in Scott's situation because I truly don't know. But I do know, Dope 45, Donald Trump is using this as a deflection. He's just trying to put the blame on someone else to take the blame off the government who isn't doing enough to make it harder to buy these weapons in America. Trump is trying to take the attention off his administration and the fact that so many of them are in the pockets of the NRA. It's all a deflection. Okay, don't blame us. Blame the school resource officer. It's his fault. That should piss everybody off because instead of pointing fingers, this administration should be pointing at each other and pointing at the NRA. And everybody needs to be pointing at some type of legislation that can prevent these situations from happening in the future. Please give our celebrity in chief, Mr. Dope 45, Donald J. Trump, the biggest hee-haw, please. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, when we come back, 800-585-1051. Uh, Let's talk about rebooting. Now, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, they're going to bring that back? Is that what you yeah, said? Yeah, this is exciting. We've been talking about Martin coming back, right? Mm -hmm. And we've been talking about other shows that are being rebooted. I think uh, Full House was rebooted already, Roseanne, all different types of shows. People are bringing back things from the past. Well... They're saying that the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air might be getting rebooted, but it's going to be as the Fresh Princess. They're looking at a television program and other media platforms as well. That's because they filed a few trademark applications, and those trademark applications were done by the Fresh Prince. So I guess they're trying to come up with another version. So No, man. I don't know. Why? Okay. What? <laughs> like, why? Why do we need a Fresh Princess of Bel-Air? Why? Why? Why do we need another Fresh Prince, period? Like, why? I mean, well, it, 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 it could would be fun. Be, and you got to think there's some kids that never probably even saw the Fresh right. Prince so you start over. That's it not true. The Fresh, Prince is in, the Fresh Prince has been in reruns for 20 years. But Fresh Prince comes on right now. There's definitely some people who that, still I think it. that would be dope. You get a young girl from the hood, and she leaves the hood, and she goes to Beverly Hills, and you yeah, kind of recreate it. It has nothing to do with, with the Will Smith or the old characters. Maybe one of them's an uncle or something to connect the dots, Maybe but I think that would be dope. Yeah, there's no word on whether or not Will Smith is involved or not, but, I mean, it looks like it could happen. I want to see new, fresh ideas. Is, man like you don't like like it was a point in time where all of those shows we're talking about now somebody had to create if we're not asking people to, to challenge themselves and come up with new fresh ideas you don't get atlanta you don't get insecure you don't get black you do. Let's think about the new why you we gotta keep rebooting stuff? you still do but it's kind of like i look at it as like music you sample things as well but there's some people that don't sample but both are still good well i'm off for the reboot and we were in here behind the scenes talking about shows that we would love to see come back all right so perhaps let's open up the phone updated lines. fresher 2018 version 800-585-1051. What show would you like to see come back? Oh, remember any? Small Wonder where, where Vicky was a robot? Hmm? Remember it was Man. Small Wonder? Oh, yeah, Small Wonder. I, I only got one show and it ain't no reboot. I just need closure. And that is God 
goddamn girlfriends. Drop one of clues bombs for girlfriends, you okay? Grow up. And that's only because they didn't give me no proper closure with that oh show God. at all. So I still got a lot of questions. Does Joan and Tony become friends? Does Joan all get right, married? Girl. Does, all right, girl. All right, honey. Did, did, uh, did, uh, uh, Bay. Did, okay, okay. Bay. Bay. 800-585-1051. This guy's crazy. What show would you like to see come back? If any, call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're asking, what show would you like to see come back? Now, they're supposed to be maybe bringing Fresh Prince of Bel-Air back, maybe Fresh Princess of Bel-Air. What would you want to see come back? Yee. All right, so I'm going to take it way, 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 way back. There was a show called Out of This World mm-hmm. with Evie, and so she would put her two fingers together and freeze time, and she could always freeze time to do whatever she wanted. Now, I would love to have a capability like that. You would never miss a flight, mm. never be late to work, mm-hmm. never not get enough sleep because you could just freeze time and go to sleep and be good to go while everybody else is moving around. And so that's a show I would love to see come back. Also, Silver Spoons. That was Silver um, Spoons? Yes, with the remember back in the day it was exciting. He had a train in the house, but yeah. now that's nothing. Okay, all right. I would like to see different strokes come back, mm-hmm. but I would change it up a little bit. You know, different strokes was it was a white family that picked up a black family. You want to do like trading places? Trading places, exactly. Get a rich <laughs> black family and maybe adopt a poor white kid. Wow, that would be amazing. Or a different world. The fact that and it wasn't just one kid; it was two kids. It was the brothers they adopted. So that's two, right. Two, yeah, yeah, two kids. Or a different world. I love the fact that when I was a kid, I would see HBCUs on on television. Yeah, that'd be dope. And I know Blackish is doing something similar to that, but I would love to see Grown-ish. a different world. Yeah, Grownish. That's exactly that, that's, kind of that, what that, that is. Yeah, that's my only problem with Grownish. It's not at, at a HBCU, but I like Grownish. Grownish is dope. But I'm not with all the reboots, man. I think you should leave things alone. I feel like you aren't challenging people to be creative when you do that. All these shows we are talking about that you want to see be rebooted. Like, somebody had to be creative to create those shows. I think that when you push people to be creative, you get Insecure, you get Atlanta, you get Blackish, you get Grownish, you get all of these great stuff, Power, whatever. But if there is one show I would like to see... Uh, come back but not be rebooted. Mm. I just want me some closure. It would oh be girlfriends. God. Okay. See, that's not a, because, that wouldn't be a re we talk about reboots. No, it was the season for now. Nope. Girlfriends ended abruptly. I need to know did Maya and Darnell ever adopt a child? Did Joan get married? Did Lynn ever get the support she needed from her label and become a star? Did Tony come back and become friends with Joan again? You know, did William and uh This is not a, have, that's that's not a reboot, We're that's talking it, about that, we're talking oh, about your own personal, your personal. What, you have desires. You have to want to see come back. No. No, we said a reboot. And you know what else, too? Small Wonder with all the robots you've been seeing nowadays. And Vicky was a robot on Small Wonder they had in the house. Small Wonder. Yeah, what about a living color? Bring They've that been back. tried to do that. A no, times. they tried to do that and they couldn't get it done. You know what? I salute Keenan Ivory Wayans. He said here on the Breakfast Club that it just wouldn't be the same, especially in this era of social media where they doing all of these sketches online. But by the time they get their version of a sketch up, it's old. All right, well let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Uh, this is Deontay. Hey, Deontay, what would you love to see come back? I want to see the Wayne Brothers come back. They didn't even give it a series finale. Okay, the Wayne Brothers. All right. But we're talking about a reboot. Yeah, these guys want finales, all right? <laughs> yes, Hello? we want closure. Hello? Shout all the girlfriends fans out there. Hello? Hello? Hey, who's this? This is Kendrick Morgan. Hey, what's up, man? What would you love to see come back? Man, i love to see a different world come back, man. Okay. I said the same thing, a different yeah, world. Yeah, and we said a different world. All right. And what was, I'm trying to think of a story my mom used to watch all the time. Was it uh, Days of Our Lives or? Bro, Days of Our Lives still, come on. You on drugs? Oh, what, 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 Didn't what, they bring back Dynasty no, or something? All of, our, all of our something all around the world. What was all it? All my children. All my children. Yes. All around the world. My mom would you love to You mean as the back. world turns? No, all my children. That's what I'm talking about. Hello, who's this? Yes, hello. Hey, what's your name, man? My name is KG from Queens, man. Good morning. Hey, good morning, bro. What would you like to see come back on television? I would like to see two. I would like to see Family Matters. Okay. Okay. With Steve I would Urkel. like to see, I'm about to bring y'all back, though, to Parenthood. I never got into that one. All Why right. do y'all want to yeah, see it, these it, shows? It, was funny, but it, it would be nice to see like how everybody, I guess, life ended up, I guess. Okay, okay so you want to see a continuation. All right. 800. Like Laura, Laura Winslow Edges, probably Gray. She could be auntie. She could be grandma. Well, not grandma, but auntie. Little baby Urkel's running around. Nobody wants to see that. Oh, my God. It'd be terrible. 800-585-1051. What show would you like to see come back? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah.
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, they're saying that they might bring back Fresh Prince of Bel Air. And we're asking, what show would you like to see come back? I said different strokes in a different world. I would love to see those again. Or mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, George Jefferson, a rich no, man. man. The Jeffersons. The Jeffersons living in a, 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 a white First world. Of all, I guess Sherman that's life. Dead. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's life. All right. Ain't Sherman Hemsley dead? Yeah, but he's not the only one part of that they show. They say it's a reboot. Man, so. shut up, man. His son had the Jeffersons without George Jefferson. Because he was Lionel. He could be Lionel back. Lionel. Lionel could be like, what you talking about? I think, oh, that was I think show. one Oops. of the Lionel's oh dead, too. Lionel ain't dead. I think one of the Lionel's dead, man. All right. Hello, who's this? Good morning. I'm Gary from Savannah. Hey, good morning. What show would you like to see come back on TV? I don't want to see none of these shows come back. I think the meme, kids will never know, that is there for a reason. These kids don't go. need to know. And then when you bring it back, they don't know because it's not the same. It, it, any, it's not the same. Not, nothing's like the original. Okay. Thank you, Mama. <laughs> What's the point of having DVDs and on-demand and reruns? Like, let your kids watch the reruns. Hello, who's this? There's Joe. Hey, what's up, bro? What show would you like to see come back? I would want to see um different shows get a reboot with like Welvin or Eighth Town to get adopted by like Post Malone or some. Goodbye, man. Get off my phone, man. Get off my phone, man. Get off my phone, man. That's why people be getting their eyebrows licked off in the morning, man. What the hell are you talking about? Adopted by Post Malone. Shut your dumb ass up, man. Hello, who's this? Hey, yo, what up, man? It's Matthias from out of Columbus, Ohio. Matthias, say what's up? What's up, man? What show would you like to see come back, bro? Okay, so two things. First and foremost, Charlemagne, you are bugging, fam. That Fresh Prince reboot would be super lit, especially how hot Will Smith is right now. Like, that that, that would be wild. What about 21 Jump Street? Well, they did that with a movie. Yeah, they did. They put the movie back. What about uh, the Michael J. Fox show? What show was he on again? Family Ties. No. Mm, nah, oh, what about All in the Family? Man, stop with all, all of in these the reboots, family. Man. I don't know if you could do Create that today. new content. <laughs> Hello, who's this? It's Jay Eve. What's up, man? What show would you love to see come back? I say um, The Office and Living oh, the, Single. The Office is my show, but it hasn't been going that long. I see. I, I love The Office, but I don't know. If, uh, yeah, that show is too recent. There's a couple of them I would love to come back. Now, what's the moral of this story? The moral of the story is, man, the only real battle in life is between hanging on and letting go. What about Three's Company? <laughs> Some, some of y'all company. need to let this go, man. You, you can watch Three's Company all you want on demand or mm-hmm. on DVD. Like, what about, it's fine. It's right there for you. What about 227? No, man. They, I, I know 90% Ooh, of that can't What about be. Natina's favorite show, <laughs> The Golden Girls? Now, by the way, all of them dead. No, they Except not. Except Betty White. Betty White, Betty White dead. The, you're the only one. I said reboot, <laughs> though. You don't got to have the same Betty people. Betty White, the only one. You yes, can have their kids. Man. First of all, I don't Get your kids. <laughs> the whole moral of the, the moral of the Golden Girls story was they was all old women. Their their, their kids got to be kind of old too now. Right, they, that's only get older. Go, you couldn't have a Golden Girls if all women weren't in their sixties or seventies. They the whole probably point would of the be show. now. Man, see, this is why you don't need reboots. <laughs> we need new content like Insecure and Atlanta and Blackish, and I want closure for shows like Girlfriends. That's it. You're never gonna get closure for that, but thank you. No, they're gonna do a Girlfriends movie sooner than later. I, I feel it in my heart because too many of them popping. Tracy Ellis Ross, Marie Brock Ali, they're gonna make that happen for the culture, man. Right yeah. now is a great time to do it. Just give me a movie. Oh, they like can they do Living Single again. Just give me a Girlfriends movie. Living Single? My goodness. Why? We got Insecure now. All right, we got rumors on the way. Yes, we are gonna talk about somebody who is considering running for Congress. She's a former actor, and I don't know if we'll be too happy or if we'll vote for her. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kevin Hart's ex Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Tori, who is Kevin Hart's ex-wife, is doing her stand-up. Now she was at Baltimore's Comedy Factory, and she's doing her bald and bougie tour. <laughs> and here is some of her routine, in case you're curious as to what's going down. Not only did he give me a bigger ass, but that also gave me a bigger child support check. <laughs> I'm out here on my own, pretty much, okay? I'm counting down the days. Like, heaven, she turns 13 March 22nd.
But that, I mean, that's her personal situation, and she's making jokes about it. Can't right. be mad. She's not saying nothing bad about Kevin. It's jokes. Yeah, I mean, you you gotta you gotta talk about your life, right? I know a lot of people like to be like, oh, Tori's always talking about Kev. I mean, but yo, if Kev is a big part of her life, and Let's she can find comedy in it. Why not? Yeah. I mean, Kev did the same thing. He talks about his life in his comedy show. Chris Rock Absolutely. does the same. So. Right. Can't criticize her for that as long as she's having telling good jokes. That's all that matters. Right. All right, Stacey Dash. Now she has filed paperwork to run for Congress in California. So I guess that's part of what her plan is uh, for now. She said she would issue a formal statement later, and she said, for those mocking for the district I live in, open your minds. It's time for me to put up or shut up, and I want to serve great people. Well, see, the problem with Stacey Dash is, like, nobody likes her. Back in my savage days, Stacey Dash was definitely on my top five list of women who I wanted to suck a fart out there. But, but like, I don't know anybody who, like, really likes Stacey Dash. What about, like, Repu- what about Republicans? Yeah, Republicans have to. Don't I, I don't even see Republican. it with them. Like, Some people are very polarizing, but she don't even seem polarizing. It just seems like people don't like her. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Mm -hmm. All right, Tyler Perry is building a massive estate, and that's going to be right near his studio in Georgia. They said he's been designing and building on this property for three years. It's going to be 35,000 square feet. Is he married? Does he have kids? Uh, he is not married. Doesn't he have a kid? I don't know. He got all that square footage for what? I have no idea. That's yeah, a he's going to turn room. it into an organic farm. He's going to have horses and animals. Oh, he has oh. a son. Oh, he has a son. He okay. does have a son. I remember when he had the baby. Okay. So he said he wants his son to appreciate and enjoy the land and the animals. Okay. Uh, that is you life. You just answered your question, Envy. You asked why he got all that space. He just told you. There you go. He's got grow, animals. He and he's going to have his horses. own farm. You can't grow horses, man. There's nothing healthier yes, you than can. having your own farm that you can make your own smoothies from. There you go. <laughs> all right, the Don't Migos. You, know, you can't grow horses like you ain't never grown a seahorse. I've never done that. But, <laughs> Me neither. Um, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Let's talk about the Migos leaving 300 Entertainment. Um, now, they actually talked about what went down in Complex's new cover story. What went down at 300 that meant that they had to leave. Here's what they had to say about 300 being a huge hurdle. Offset speaks on that. 300 was the biggest hurdle they tried to hold us against our will. It was never no in-house hurdles we ever had like where it's been a problem. I'm gonna stand behind him on that. For 18 months, we couldn't sell no product. Whatever that was already out, that was already on iTunes or whatever, that was cool. But anything that we was putting out, it was like we was we was shackled down. For instance, we had dab. But you ain't see it on iTunes. You feel what I'm saying? We couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't sell it. We couldn't stream it because we was in a battle. All right. Now P also talks about how they had the song "Look at My Dab." They put, they helped push that dance move craze into the public eye. But they said that success was stifled because of the business. It was one of the biggest songs of the year, but you didn't see it on iTunes. They couldn't sell it. They couldn't stream it, and they couldn't put any music out, according to P. Now here is what happened once they got off 300. I remember like it was yesterday. As soon as we got out there. It was like five days later, we leaked bad and boozy, and the rest is history. Well, the rest is history, guys. Wow. Nobody can deny what uh, QC has done, man. Salute to Lil Yachty, salute to the Migos. They doing their thing. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, um, when we come back, we have the People's Choice Mix. Let me know what you want to hear, and we'll definitely get your joints on for you. We're going to start the mix off with Black Youngster. He has a remix to Booty. It's oh, featuring yeah. Chris Brown, Jeezy, Trey Songs, and we're going to get that on, all right? So it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning, Revolt. We'll see you guys later.